0: Esto es Cuatro Dipango, ¿con brinquito o sin brinquito? (risa) Delantero lleva el nueve bien marcado en esa espalda, su talento en la cancha siempre lo respalda. Escucha. Esto es el puro chocolate Delantero lleva el 9 bien marcado En esa espalda, su talento En la cancha, al siempre lo Respalda, se bota el balón Siempre va conducido, el portero queda sorprendido Va bien decidido, dirá que no y golazo de este Alan Pulido delantero lleva el 9 bien marcado en esa espalda, su talento en la cancha, él siempre lo respalda se bota el balón, siempre va conducido el portero queda sorprendido va bien decidido, tira camionazo y golazo de este Alan Pulido
1: What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cantina, the next (laughs) podcast. You're enjoying that nice intro music from Alan Pulido and his homies. Uh, This is Albert Campa on a Thursday night. Thanks for listening and uh, joined here in the meantime with Joel. Joel, how's it going?
2: Greetings, chickies! Enjoying the puli rap, uh, and now uh, is that going to be a whole album or is that just a one a one song thing?
1: Uh, hopefully a one song thing, I would think.
2: Hopefully, <laughs> I would mean hopefully. It, you know.
1: Well, he's a he's a YouTuber, right? A this talk. guy. He's a YouTuber, so might I
2: don't know it. who that guy is. He looks related to Pulido. <laughs>
1: There might be some more stuff coming out.
2: <clears throat> yeah, but uh, for those of you listening, uh, there is a video to this.
1: Yeah, I'm showing the video uh, on the stream, yeah, actually.
2: It's, uh, yeah, Pulido's Ferrari. And then uh, the guy rapping, he's in full Chivas gear. And then um, Pulido in the back showing his ball skills.
1: <laughs> so he's just
2: bouncing it on his knee. <laughs> uh, this is the second time I've seen someone singing, wearing the Chivas shirt. The first time, well, it was Chivas USA, but uh it was Morrissey. I went to a concert here at, in Los Angeles,
3: and the whole, uh, his whole band came out wearing the Chivas USA uniform. Uh, oh. Yeah, so that's,
1: ah, uh, yes, Puli. So that was the latest news for for today. Uh Puli the rap uh, The, song. Yeah, the but...
2: latest in the farandula. Now that the squirt stuff has died down. Chickies, do you think they paid him off? Or do you think there just wasn't any more evidence? And of course we're referring to uh the pictures of the lovely ladies that were in the party with La Jun and Chichagol. Chichagolazo. he yeah. did yesterday.
1: That's uh yeah, I don't know what what happened. Uh I sort of want to believe the players, but they were supposed to come out with some new stuff. And I guess they never did. I don't I don't know. I never uh I didn't follow those accounts, were, man.
2: Yeah, with well, it's Las Botineras. Yeah, it uh, is Botineras. and and they, they said they claimed to have more more pictures and videos incriminating evidence and then some of the news going around was that they had sold it to a magazine and that the magazine was going to do an article and then it disappeared like a fart in the wind stunk up a bit
3: uh so yeah
2: and we're in a way man uh but yeah, but I got some uh some sad news chiquis. It's a oh. beloved persona of Liga MX has passed away. And I'm talking about Max Kamote. He was uh he was the Puebla mascot. He's no more. They got rid of him, chiquis. And uh Max Kamote had replaced Super Camote. So those guys are gone man. The the Kamote brothers. Uh, But it sounds kind of stupid, you know, Uh, they they introduced a new, a new mascot. They're going to let, they're going to let the fans name him. Uh, If you haven't seen a picture, he sort of looks like the Mexican Captain Crun. I think they're going for a general from the, from the Batalla de Puebla when they beat the French army. But this is the thing about, about, uh. It seems kind of dumb, you know, but the thing about Puebla is that the club is like divided. So it's like they have like new owners, but it was like the family that used to own the old club. They seem to have a stake in it. So I don't know if you remember, Chikis. Was it about a year or two ago that Puebla changed their logo? Their badge was the, you know, the traditional looking badge. Now they have a round one, more modern looking. Do you do you recall?
3: I don't. Uh, I don't recall that.
2: No, Chicky, you have one job here. Uh, but okay. The one they so, have now
1: seems to be like the one that I always remember, but I might be wrong.
2: No, no, no. The one they have now it looks like Celaya, like the old Celaya badge. But the original badge it looked like a, sort of like a police badge. They had a franja they say Puebla FC. You know, it looked like the the escudo. and They had two stars. Uh, their new badge is a circle. Oh. It's a circle. Well, they and, still have the old one And it has though.
1: like the new. Mas-
2: five stars.
1: Well, the new mascot has uh mm-hmm. the new mascot has the same thing.
2: The circle one?
1: No, it has the. You uh, should have the circle the old badge. One. It has the old one.
2: Have you seen the new are you looking at the yeah, new Yeah, I'm looking mascot? at it right
1: now. It's on the it's no, on the no, chat. It. It's on the uh stream. I have the two of them side yeah. by side. I have uh I have the new masc- the mascota. What's it called? Max camote?
2: Yeah.
1: And then the or that's the old one, right? The new one is uh is like bearded dude. <laughs> yeah, the
2: Mexican Captain Crunch.
1: Yeah, Mexican Captain Crunch has the old uh the old bat well at least in this picture he does. He has the old escudo. I don't
2: know, Chiquis. Where did you find this? Um,
1: can you bring up okay, the but, YouTube but, the stream or whatever? I don't know if you can, but that's where. It's on a millennial website. Max Camote, nueva mascota de Puebla, genera polémica no. en redes sociales.
2: Yeah, but Max Camote is, is the guy that's gone.
1: Yeah, they have both of them side by side. Anyway, but yeah, you, what you were saying, thats sort of I'm just distracting from your point.
2: Well, with, with the thing, the thing to to see is that well, there's two of the old one, and, and that you could see because because uh, okay, so the original batch is Puebla FC, but then they have one that just says Puebla FC is gone.
3: Ah, uh, yes.
2: Does the does the does the one that the mascot are wearing, does it say FC?
1: Uh, actually, no, it just says Puebla.
3: It, yeah, has, see, it, it looks like so the
1: old one, that's... but it just says Puebla.
2: Yeah, I, I'm looking at it now, Chiquis. I found it. They remade it. I guess people must have not liked the circle one. Uh, I, but see, this is the thing about the circle one, Chiquis. If you see the name, it says Cluve Puebla 1944. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's one thing that Mexican teams do, and fans sort of like, I guess, don't pay that much attention. Where and then it doesn't matter because uh, we're still calling them the same thing. It's still Puebla,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but these names is is due to legal reasons. So it's it's not just that that they decided to, uh, you know, rebrand. It's it's just legal legal issues that you know that's usually in fighting, uh, and it's also trying to wrestle control, and so similar happened with Chivas when Vergara took over, and but the name was slightly like it was S A D C B,
3: and I can't remember though <laughs> I can't in uh, uh, one was Cruz. Uh, Club Social,
2: and then the other one is, uh, and then they re- redid
3: it to, um, God damn, what was the other one? Club Puebla. So S A de and then there's the, the uh, <coughs> oh man, we're
2: terrible at this. ASE, Asociación civil. So the the original one, because it was a club, like like with people actually own stocks, in or stakes in it. Yeah, the the, the original Chivas, it was Club Deportivo Guadalajara, S A C B. And then when Vergara took over, it, it you know, it changed from A C to S A. Uh, and but they tried for a while where it was just gonna be Chivas. Uh, they tried it, but they, they there was a lot of backlash. So they okay. they kind of went back. But um but see so you know, you're saying what, what does this matter, Chicky? Yeah.
1: Why what do I care? Does this have
2: to do with Explain. anything?
1: Explain it to me.
2: Yeah, why should we care? No, it just it highlights some of the, just how poorly managed a lot of times a lot of the teams in Mexico are. And, and it's because it, it's very expensive to own a club, uh, you know. And some of these clubs, they're owned by families uh, as opposed to big companies. So Chivas used to be owned by, a, you know, by the socios. And, and socios weren't just the regular cats. It was old families in, in Guadalajara, the old money, you know, so you own a stock in the club, and you could go to El Country, which was the country club, you know, play tennis. You had your, you had your, balcony, you had your preferred seating and VIP parking, you know, so that's, that's what it was with, with and same with Atlas and some of these teams, but uh, as we've seen uh, a bunch of Companies came in and then they took over a lot of the clubs, so that's that's how you kind of have the two Monterrey teams going up because you had uh, FEMSA and you have Cemex, which are huge companies, and and um, but but for the smaller teams like the Pueblas and Morelias, even like Toluca's and and you see how much they're struggling. So so this is going on with Puebla where where this type of like in 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 house fighting keeps them from you know from from improving from from even being able to invest more money, which it seemed like they were doing with with you know with with the estadio Cuauhtémoc, you know how it was remodeled and modernized but then then you have all this going on and it could, it could take years man it could take it could take a lot of years just to settle these things, uh, which is happening to an extent at Cruz Azul, which is why we saw Victor Garces and the Hope Elias incident, and that's very similar, because even Cruz Azul, chiquis, they even changed their name for a while. They weren't able to use the their original, uh, their original name.
0: Mm.
2: Full name, I should say their original full name uh, in their badge. So, and then uh, the 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 same guy, Garcés, in an
3: interview, he was saying how they, they went back. They sort of fixed it. I lost your audio. Joel. You lost my audio? Oh,
2: they, At what you're, point?
1: You're back, you're back. They sort of went what back. What was
2: the last thing you heard?
1: They sort of Chiquis. went back. You're talking about Garces.
2: Yeah, because they were uh, also an association the civil. Yeah. They were a C. Cruz Azul and then uh they changed to I think it was just Deportivo Cruz Azul, you know, yeah and so these are like Y la Cruz Azul those are yeah those are slick ways um of 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 you know, of, of doing these modifications, and as fans, a lot of times we don't we don't pay much attention to that, but but it's sort of like it's a constant. Like like when we see how many clubs are being affected by this. So we saw similar with Lobos BUAP, where they had there was that was ultimately why they ended up selling the franchise, Juarez was a, a lot of the infighting and they just couldn't afford it anymore so they ended up selling the franchise. And that was the second Puebla team. That was bull up. Um and and so this 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 uh again why why do we care? <laughs> well uh we just had the leagues the leagues cup final played yesterday. Uh John Jaku was there. Hopefully he joins us soon to He's on talk now. about.
4: I just got on actually. I was. Uh, oh, I don't know if you a...
2: you've been listening to my
4: little rant here. No, I I, I just got. I was I was trying to get a I was trying to get a lovely frosty beverage from. Oh, nice. From my refrigerator.
2: John, my refrigerator I'm a... yes, i will, I will recap for you really quick. So, because I saw the news not too long ago about getting rid of Max Kamote.
4: Can I? Oh, uh, that—that is, uh, frankly, uh, t- now, <laughs> Joel, Did any—did any of your rant include?
3: Okay, Ching.
4: Oh.
0: Ching no uh, madre el America.
4: It did not. Okay, I'm
2: just, I'll no, just no. checking. I'm just checking. Okay. And uh, so I'm saying how. Well, why? Why does it matter? And uh, a big reason is because Puebla is sort of divided. There's like new ownership and old ownership, and they had even changed the name from Puebla FC to. So I think it's just Puebla now. Uh because they were uh, God damn I so many changes I keep forgetting. Um
4: Well, a couple of years ago they they even changed their logo. It was like all fancy with the, uh, you know, with,
2: with Yeah. Uh, they rechanged changed it ang- again.
4: Angels, and they went back to like their to their uh, to their uh,
3: clip art.
2: Yeah, Petit, and if you look at the new one, it doesn't say FC anymore.
3: Right. So, so Puebla. Yeah, the, that logo—it's—it's
4: not even clip art. It's—it—it's like—it's it, it, like, it's like first-generation Macintosh. That, but, um...
2: <coughs> yeah, no, they—they they just rechanged it. So they went from Puebla FC to Club Puebla, and now they're back to just Puebla. It was just Puebla. So I was talking about all this infighting, um, and how a lot of times, you know, we don't realize it, but but it's like when they're changing the logo or they're using a different name, it's, it's you know, because they're having problems. And so Cruz right. Azul recently was having a similar problem and they, they even altered their name. And I th- I think they went back to the original one. So so I'm saying how all this infighting keeps a lot of these clubs from pro- progressing or, or just, you know, investing more. So I was saying this is ultimately why why something like the league's cup is going to end up becoming that much more important because you do have like, you have like the Cinco Grandes in Mexico. MLS is going to have their Cinco Grandes too. You're already seeing right. it with how much money some of these teams are investing. If you look at Atlanta and the, the huge stadium they have, the type of players they're bringing in uh galaxy as well, the type of how much money they're spending on bringing in players LAFC, so we're bound to see about four or five big teams from MLS. So when you have a Leagues Cup, ultimately that's going to turn into like, you know, like Dias Grandes type of, like, just overall more competitive because a team like Atlanta is going to be able to build more strong team than a Puebla that can't even get their mascot straight. You know? Or, uh, or a Veracruz. Mm-hmm.
4: Where do, you, where, do you, where do you stand on the, on, on the Max Camote scandal?
2: On Max Camote? <laughs> yeah.
4: So what would be, what would be worse? Would it, would it be worse to lose Max Camote or,
3: or, or Tibu? Well,
2: Max Camote replaced Super Camote. I would, I would have them both. I would bring yeah. them both back.
4: You do not discriminate when it comes to Camote. You're, you're going to have Max or Super. It's, it's, it, either way is okay. Yeah,
2: either you. way you could. Yeah, maximum yeah. pleasure Camote. But, but of,
4: if, they, if 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 they did they, they, they tried to replace Debu with a horde would you would you feel would, I, like, would I, you feel like something, something's happening to your league if if, if, if Dibu's trying to get replaced? It
2: depends. Did you see the wolf that? Uh... Now was that even real? Uh, they had this wolf but it looked like, like the Cholos. type of wolf you see from. Was that Cholos? No, that... no, it was it was a wolf.
1: I know, but it was Cholos for some reason, wasn't it?
2: No, no, Cholos is a dog, but they had a werewolf. I thought that was a. It was the scary-looking werewolf. And if you're a little well, kid, you're gonna have nightmares if you saw that. that a couple of years
4: ago, uh, Debu dressed up like the clown from uh, was it Pennywise from from It. Oh man, he's scared. He looked pretty dark, it's scary. If you if you ever if you look it up on the on on the Google Images, it's
3: a it's a pretty scary picture. Of yeah, I
2: can imagine being a little kid and.
3: <laughs> oh no, it's was we. That was levels buff. There yeah. you go.
2: Levels buff had. I don't know if that was a one-time thing for Halloween though.
4: That thing was well, ugly. Just they had that stupid werewolf call like like every five minutes in their stadium, and there was no one there, so all you heard was the.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh. <coughs> uh, but John, you were at the yes, league, at I, the was. I was. I was. I was in Las final. Vegas.
4: Uh, my, my trip was cut short, uh, unfortunately. I oh. was hoping to uh to bring the, the trash talking we'll that along but apparently she trashed she trash talk one trash talk too much and was Once down 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 for the count yesterday morning when we were getting ready to leave. So I was made made it uh in fact I'm not seeing sure how I'm awake, but um uh, made it back made it back after uh, after some traveling this morning instead of taking our, our leisurely day in Vegas like we were hoping to do. Today, but uh, it was uh, you know. Uh, well, first of all, and uh, this is like a, like a little. Usually, when when uh, when we go to these things, uh, you know, Cantina Mexicista, you know, sh- shocking I know to most folks. Not not necessarily the most prestigious of of brands that covers the uh, cover these events. So we usually kind of get stuck on the on the fino you know, of the, of you know, just next to the vacant seats and the and uh, the press boxes. Usually, work Cantina Mexicos. You know, it's like 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 just on the on the outer edges of. But for this one, we were like right smack in. I mean, uh, like I was right on the midfield stripe. There were 54 seats, and I was in seat 29, so I was like one off, one off the middle. So that was uh, that was interesting. There was a lot of uh, a lot of national interest from folks who cover MLS from Mexico. Not so much. Uh, you know, there were some stringers there, but like you didn't see like for instance, you didn't see the, the same crowd that would come and cover a national team. So.
3: I found I found that
4: interesting, and then and then reading today like all of the the Mexican like you know this is the torneo inventado and blah blah you know which which I it's fine but I I kind of agree with you, Juan. and I think that you know you know
3: you know I would uh, I, I I would mock this tournament at your peril. I think at the League's Cup. I, I think I think it's going
4: to end up becoming really massive, especially if they can, as you pointed out, if they can
3: get one of the one of the grandness of MLS to play one of the grandness of the uh, of make Americas in the final. It would be uh. So I think that. The- well. What
1: what 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 is the phrase again? You oh mock you would you would mock this tournament at your peril. Mock yeah mock it at your peril. So, well, like say say there's a, a a Morlero like Tuca used to call likes to call him, between Mexico and Argentina in San Antonio. Um. I mean that you could say the same thing to that. You would you shouldn't dare mock a Mexico versus Argentina game in San Antonio. That's that's the equivalent that I see at the League's Cup, like uh, an America versus Atlanta in League's Cup final. Is pretty much the equivalent. Yeah, of but that.
3: The, the difference is is that there's there's like prize money involved.
1: Yeah, and that's yeah that's my like Joel sort of gave a good. Uh, like a good preview earlier before we went online on, on live. And, uh, I mean, I have my I, well, see, I think That's I, the
4: whole point guys, you guys are doing it right. You need to do, the, do do that
2: preview on the air.
1: Yeah. And that's what we're doing right now. So, uh, so Uh-oh. my, my, uh, no,
2: it wasn't preview. Wait, we <laughs> were, we're uh, just, we were just talking.
1: We were just, we were just talking. It
2: was not
4: preview. I know, I
1: know, I know. We, was we
2: were talking, talking right. about, uh, subjects, uh, what to yeah, talk subjects.
1: about. Yeah. It was, uh,
3: it, it was a joke.
1: Yeah. So like, uh, so yeah, that's I mean I I don't I don't discredit it, but I don't praise it as something huge and I I see it as something huge as far as business and money wise, and that's pretty much it. It can be huge. Well, you know, they asked it can be great it, uh...
3: as a business. They asked Luca about it, and he's actually okay. With it. And you know, and, and the funny thing is that I, uh, when I was, by the way, um,
4: this is the first time I've ever been to really been to Vegas, and then actually gotten to like go outside of the the little touristy bubble there. And Vegas is actually a really nice little town. I was. Uh, I was surprised and relieved, and my my the guy that was taking me, to my Uber driver, to the stadium was first from Ghana, and I was telling what I was doing. He didn't know about one one he didn't know about the game, but when when he found out about the game, oh that sounds really interesting, and then he found and then when he found out about the cup, he said man that's actually he, he thought it was a really he said it's a good way
3: to to, to get soccer fans, uh, but they have to do a good job of publicizing it because I mean he was in Vegas he had no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. which I thought was very interesting. But uh, Duca actually did have something to say about the... Let me see if I can dig it up.
4: He did say this at the end, which I think is just hilarious, and it'll definitely uh, be a part of our show.
3: Thank you. Good night. God love Duca. You know, I'll, I'll get this sound here in a second. Never oh, to turn that down. But uh,
4: I, mean, I do think that it's... it's, it's you know every torneo when it started out was a tournament out and I do think that eventually I think I think least Cup because of the fact that Mexico and the U.S. both don't necessarily have the level of competition other than themselves. To me, it makes as much sense it makes all the sense in the world to play themselves as much as possible, and that, that's why I think that this, this tournament could be good. I think that this is a great way to, and as Joel pointed out, if, if you can get your big teams playing playing the big teams, then it's then it's going to be a really
3: good tournament. But that has to happen and we'll, and we'll see if that uh we'll see if they can get to that but I do think it can happen.
1: Well I'm I'm always entertained watching uh Liga MX against MLS for the reasons of Mexico versus the US or you know Liga MX versus yeah that's what I said. Um that's like my main, it's the it's the rivalry between the US and Mexico. And then there's intensity there's trash talk sometimes. Uh, you know, but you it know, gets tired I, when Mexico I, keeps on winning
2: I know I, I think that's at that point right now but I, I do think it will change uh, eventually we're, we're still like this is still fairly new uh, it's fairly young you well know? let's
4: be honest for the Leagues Cup to be the
3: success that they want it to become MLS has to be better they have to they have no choice it's on them for oh for league's cup to be better to be a a success
1: yeah I agree I mean if if well I don't necessarily think that the CCL is sort of like a a failure I mean it's pretty entertaining every time every every time it comes around people tune in and watch Mexican clubs beat MLS. Which ha- which happens the whole right, every year. But, but that's
4: what's great about the Leagues Cup is you get to see that in, in in the summer and fall, and you get to see it again in the winter and spring.
1: Yeah. So that, so that's. So you
4: have all, all all four seasons covered.
3: Yeah, and that's that's great. Um,
1: it's good uh good cash flow. Hopefully the the Mexican clubs can use that cash and uh, develop. Uh, well, you know, for facilities for youth development uh getting uh the most out of the youth that are in Mexico so that their players can become better and they won't rely so much on on uh foreigners, on South Americans to make the club uh competitive and and high quality my i guess i'll go into my like uh my negative views on the league's cup being that Mexico always beats MLS so i'd rather see them compete just like we watch just like we want our uh, our mexican players to go out to europe and compete against the best in europe i would see i would like to see the clubs compete against the better clubs and not uh, mls or not wait for them to get better or not help them so that they can get better and then they can help us improve um sort of like we're helping that we're pushing them along so that they can help us be better where we have south america we have conf- uh Libertadores, there, and
4: uh, yeah, but Mexico makes too much money. Why, why would they want to leave
1: that? They make some, they Ultimately,
4: make... I think we'll, we'll, what's going to happen with, uh, with 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 the Leagues Cup, jeez, is that I think you'll you'll see the South American teams want to you, uh, participate. In you,
2: you beat me to it, John. It's like we were
1: okay. So that would be great.
2: Exact same thing.
1: Like what, what? Yeah. you know, black and white. It would just capture the moment so nicely. Oh. <laughs> oh so that, so that would be good. I was, I was thinking of this earlier. Like, uh you get rid of CCL. Like, why, why do you need CCL when we have this? And it's going to be throughout the year, like you said. Get rid because, of CCL because
4: because that, that's what I said. You have you have in, in this half of the season you have Leagues Cup, and the second half of the season you have CCL. Why do you think MLS and the Yankees didn't want to play CCL in, in the first? Because they, they knew that this, that this thing was going to come
1: online a few years down the road. Oh, so, so the CCL is going to still be around?
4: Oh, yeah. It's not going anywhere. The w- w- way that it works for Mexico and
3: MLS is, is that they're through to the knockouts. And the knockouts start, start until February. Okay.
1: Well I, I think the the sooner no, the, the South part- Americans can get involved the better.
2: Well is it's only a handful. You know, it's all not teams. Not they want to move it to all teams. Team in South America is that strong. And even now, a lot of those teams aren't as strong as they used to be. Not even like the river plates or the Volcas. They're nowhere near what they were just because how much um, they've been pillaged for talent by Europe, which is another topic I kind of wanted to get into because I keep seeing this whole um, this whole thing about like there they was a post about how in England they're they're playing more Tiki Taka style, you know, and it's like the the Guardiola type influence and mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> you know to me it's a kind of fascinating almost amusing because it's like that the football has been played in, in South America and Latin America since since the ball started rolling uh, and I think we're seeing it more in Europe now because obviously they're filled with South American talent you know so that it's sort of obvious progression you have all these players from Latin America uh, you know obviously the teams are going to start playing, uh, you know, just adapting or, or, or figuring out ways to use some of these players better. Because uh, they used to be criticized. You know, I remember uh, the Brasileños that uh, they weren't good at defending because they would, they would attack too much. I don't know you'll remember that criticism, John. Uh,
4: oh, yes. Very much so.
2: You know, they were better at attacking than defending.
4: They uh, would always you know. fall asleep defensively. Just, make, just, just you know, Like errors (laughs) in in, in, in the biggest games for uh, yeah, it would just just, just cost them dearly. Just, yeah, it was, was, I mean, and 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 stupid correctable stuff that's just it was unfortunate,
2: yeah. But and you know, before I go off topic, uh, so 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 that's hurt a lot of the South American leagues where their teams aren't as strong. I don't know if you remember, but South American teams, when they played the Intercontinental, they used to go toe to toe against the European teams. And the big difference was that South American teams were mostly local talent, while a lot of the times the European teams they'll have four or five big players from all over the place.
3: Well, pr- <clears> just pr- pr- goes it, to man.
2: show, you know, the, the, how how strong these teams were. And that's just not the case anymore. A lot wow. of these teams, they're not that strong. I guarantee you if Liga MX was, had they had not left Libertadores, uh, they probably would have won one by now. Uh, Tigres, I think, shit the bed. Uh, pardon my French. or lack of a better word. But uh, And I had friends from uh, River, and they were they were like, they, they were not expecting to beat Tigres. They even saw that. That was the first for me. It's like that confidence was gone. Uh, but had the teams not left, I do think we, we would have had one if they would have taken it serious. Well, let's if, prove it. if the Liga MX teams would have taken that's... it serious, because that wasn't the case all the time. But yeah, they could have because they, they're putting together pretty strong teams.
1: Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's I'm what I'm saying. saying... We should pr- we should prove it then. You saying... Like if we if, if if that's the case, then prove it. Let Mexico go in there and win Liga like two or three times, and then okay, that's that's good. We did that.
2: Like, prove but it I, for I don't. Cool. Like, I don't. Do I, don't I mean, that's you stating it. that. That's you a...
1: stating that. I don't. I don't think
2: that
1: that that the South American teams are weaker. I don't think that they would say that. I they, don't think compared
2: that they... compared to
1: are they trembling what in their boots? Were... If they if Mexico they comes back, one, absolutely they're weaker than what I mean, like even ten years ago. Are they, they trembling out. in their boots what? though? If Mexico comes back into the into the thing, they're not going to be all afraid. Uh, the Boca, the River, they're not going to be...
2: No, they, they're they not going to be afraid, but that the fact that they're weaker means it's easier now.
1: Well, let's see it happen, because we already know what happens against MLS, so let's see it happen against uh, against South America. That's what I'm saying. If you want your players to improve, if you want your league to be more high quality, then you got to play against h- higher quality, not against not against lower quality. If you want to make money, yeah, you can play against that, lower quality. Again, yeah, by all I, means...
2: But again, Chikis, you, you're not. what I'm telling you is, not every team is higher quality. Uh, well, we, we got to see that though. With all due respect, we got to see that. Teams from Venezuela, teams from Ecuador, Bolivia, Peru—those teams aren't aren't like that. You're gonna say you're gonna get good because you played Senciano. And I'm not trying to disparage of those leagues, but they're no different than MLS. <laughs> well,
1: we got to we got to see that it's though. I don't know if I
2: MLS teams have a have a higher ceiling, man. I
1: don't know if I buy that though, man. I can't buy that. I gotta, buy see, I gotta see. I gotta see stats. The... I gotta see facts. I gotta see head-to-head matchups and results. That's what. I, that's what's gonna well, prove I mean, to the,
4: me. The, 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 well, I okay. Well, <clears throat> I I personally would love to see Mexico play South American teams, but I think that in, in their current uh, situation, they have with the confederations, that the only way that that's gonna happen. It's not gonna be in any official tournaments. It's gonna be in a tournament like this.
1: Well, Bonilla said uh, in Tom's article. There was a section on it where he said that it affects uh Liguilla. Libertadores affects Liguilla, I think on both uh on both uh both Liguillas in, in the year. So it sounded like the only way to fix that would be a long tournament for Liga MX. Or to shift around Liguilla, which would probably not be ideal because you'd either have a break between the regular season and the yeah, or something. Because
4: so, MLS has their has their postseason and they have a fetch FIBA right in the middle of it and it's like it just like like it disappears for two weeks. It's so, it's so, it's just it's.
1: Well, it's Libertador awful. like Con- Con- Conmebol they changed their Libertadores schedule, which screwed up Mexico. That's why uh, Mexico sort of left or got ousted per that article. Yeah, right. that was no, an that's exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So that so the uh, so like if they if if I would bend I would bend Liga MX to the will of of Libertadores. I mean, I don't know the whole background of Bonilla and what his thoughts are, but I would bend the schedule and I don't, I don't even mind going to a long tournament. To, as, as long as we get into Libertadores and then maybe win a few, then, you know, okay. We've done that. We're done with you guys, South Americans. We're gonna go mess with MLS or whatever. Um, that would be my ideal thing because my, and, and this, and I know John, you've mentioned it before the league MX isn't there to, to, uh, to, uh, strengthen the national team or anything like that, but I want to see Mexican players, Mexican youth play in the uh, top, the best quality league they can in Mexico against quality, uh, opponents throughout the continent, and then eventually go to Europe, become huge stars, stars in the biggest leagues there, and then, and that doesn't even—I don't even care about the national team. That's totally apart. As long as the Mexican player, the Mexican itself, gets to the highest quality they can get, the next league will Yeah, I mean, we there's no, that.
4: there's no argument from there. I mean, it's you know, and and whether they they get there from Liga MX or from MLS or from whatever the league, yeah. they can so be it.
1: Maybe maybe so, they can bank a, a ton of money with MLS because I'm sure like uh, there's going to be crowds going to these games like the video we saw put of the guy just the uh, Cruz Azul fan crying in the stands, uh, cheering for his team. There's a lot a lot of those guys in the United States that don't. I get gotta to see tell them.
2: you, I was uh, you know you were crying too, John.
1: I was I was not <laughs>
4: crying. I was not crying. But uh, but there was that that crowd was definitely eighty twenty Cruz Azul last night, and this is in Las Vegas. And uh, they came from, I mean, uh, from the you know, anywhere within a six-hour radius. They, they were there. Had a delicious hot dog on the way out, though. Uh, what well, you would have proud of me?
2: Oh man! Wait, yeah. what was was the was the food provided at the for the journals? Was it any good?
4: You know, it was it was it was as good a spread as I have seen uh, in, uh, in in quite a while. But I had had a calzone when I landed uh, at the at my at my hotel, so I was full, so I didn't really get to enjoy. it. And also, I had to I had I, you know when I was talking about reading the room. I had to read the room last night and yesterday was was not the time to take the picture of the of the spread because oh. there there was a lot of a lot of. Uh,
3: a lot of very important people were in the uh, were in the press box last night, aside from journalists. So you know you don't you know you don't want to be that
4: guy. <laughs> so I had like the guy next to me. Hey, go take a picture of the food. <laughs> 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 no, it was uh, it had, they had like I had a Caesar salad and uh, and it was good. And meatloaf. They had a cannoli for dessert. Uh, it was it was it was definitely a very nice. It was it was definitely very nice spread. It was a lot. A little better than uh, what we had at the uh, at the, at the Alamo. No, it was it was good. It was, uh, you know, they're obviously going all out. I felt really bad, uh, guys, for the they had the showgirls at the beginning with the, with the trophy, and it was very windy last night, and their their headdresses, you know, that's like it goes like six feet up in the air. It was they were having a hard time <laughs> staying put, the the, the 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 showgirls. So hopefully they uh, they
3: were very happy to get off the field last night after <laughs> the because uh, uh, they they could have. Uh, they could have flown away,
4: but no. The Cruz Azul fans—they they came. They came. I saw folks from LA, from uh, from Northern California, from Arizona. Uh, they 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 came from all over. They were uh, they
3: were there to support. So, I mean, there is you know, there is a reason why the Cruz Azul is in the Cuatro Grandes. They they are a very popular team. Did and, uh, you just call Tigres
2: en equipo chico?
3: I'm not saying as it is, is in equipo Chico,
4: but I don't think that I mean I think, you know recently yeah. they've they I mean they've I mean you know we're talking yeah.
3: decades of, 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 of yeah
2: of uh, over like what 40 years well, compared we, to what 10 of Tigres
4: right and and one thing I think that Cruz Azul has that, that no other team has uh, as a reason that is to help them attain their status as one of the one of the big teams in Mexico is that they, they started getting good and played really well and won a bunch of titles just as color tv was happening
3: and and I think that, that that's that's one of the big reasons why Cruz Azul is cuz is, is a you know they're almost like mythological and Mexican
4: and I think it's because of that group because of that group in the in the early to mid 70s that won what like seven or titles in a decade whatever it was
1: you could tell there that's uh you could tell I it think was it's blue. because of the
4: fact that they uh yeah well, that and then just, you know, they were the best team and they had, you know, I mean, you know, it's the first time people are watching soccer in color. And it just, I think, you know, it's kind of the same thing with the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys kind of and the NFL started getting good just as color TV was happening. And so I think that it kind of it helps uh, the imagination oh. with, with folks.
1: Uh, let me let me ask you this. Uh, well, I wanted, One thing I was trying to watch uh, through the TV was their emotion after the whistle blew. And I, I see, it seemed, the players seemed a little toned down, um, the Cruz Azul players. You know, usually they'll, they'll be jumping around and stuff uh, in other, I guess, higher, higher um, class tournaments. And this didn't seem, they didn't seem too excited.
2: You
4: know, I think that they, that they both, because they're both professionals, I think that, you know, there was a certain point where like, you know, we want to try and win this. And I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it was. I gotta tell you, you know, as far as intensity, it was. It was ten times more intense than any, any friendly. There was definitely intensity on the field. You know, the players move. I mean, they just they they know each other better, so it's just gonna be a better a better quality soccer. So you know, the passing was crisper, and you know, the the, the shots are. Um. You know, they, they seem a little fiercer, and you know, et cetera. It, it just seemed like there was just a just a. As far as intensity compared to friendlies it was it was it was definitely ratcheted up. the one player that that really impressed me last night more than more than anybody was Gignac. and oh my god i mean he wow, what a great player i mean he he is the very definition of a complete forward he does everything everything it was uh he was he was impressive to watch And he 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 never stops
3: not trying to be available for his teammates wherever they are on the field. And he does this really sneaky thing
4: where when he when he goes out wide, he kind of plays pot, you know, just kind of sits in the back and then waits for the ball to go wide on the other side and then he just full-on sprints into the box and hoping he catches people unmarked. It's, uh, he was impressive. He was he was definitely, that uh, was uh, something that I was looking forward to watching play and I'm glad I got to see it because it was, he was always trying stuff. Uh, he didn't, uh, you know, have any, like, good, quote-unquote, chances on goal. But, I mean, you could tell that
3: he's just a, just a terrific player. It, it was, I, I came away very impressed with how he played. Even though he didn't score.
4: But to answer your question, Chiquis, I think that, you know, w- w- was the intensity the same of saying saying he got to make his final? Absolutely not. But, I mean, that was definitely some pride on the line. And, uh, you know, when Chris Asura scored the second goal and got the game winner, I mean, the crowd went bananas. And the players went bananas. It was it, it was a big goal for them, and it was a big goal for the for, for the fans. It was uh, it, it was quite a little party. I was uh, very happy for the Cruz Azul fans that uh, they got to see them uh, win uh, and lift the uh, lift the cup. Because frankly, they just don't get to do it very often, and, and haven't, despite their unbelievable history of of, 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 of winning uh, trophies. They just
3: over the past what is it, fifteen twenty years, just haven't won as many. So the fans got a little taste of that. They were uh,
4: they were quite happy. And Tuca was very very calm in the in, in the in the press conference too. I was I was wondering if he was going to yell at anybody, but uh, the, you know he gets to have you know the ladies ask the the first question in Spanish, and uh, they had, you know one lady said, like he's like well what what went wrong? <laughs> and I was thinking man if you were a dude would would would, would, would Tuca answer your question as politely as he did? It made, <laughs> it made me uh, it made me curious. But uh, it was a, it, it was it was a good it's a good first step, and I do think that in the immediate future of this tournament, if if they can get storylines like Carlos Vela de LAFC, FC go and play his uh, you know his the, the, the team where he grew up Chivas, you know that that would be a good story or or Slatan with L.A. Galaxy you know going going to adding one more conquest to his career is he can he can he win at the Azteca, you know stuff like that could really make this tournament. Uh,
2: yeah, and, and I think we'll see it, John. I, I think we'll see it, huh? Eventually. They just have to keep playing it. I think that's that's the... And, and I think they figured it out because this is, what, the third? Maybe the third attempt? Right. They, they had the
4: Superliga for a while, and, uh, and, and I don't know if they did anything before that.
2: Yeah, and they had, like, friendlies and whatnot. But, yeah, this is, like, the second or third attempt. But I, I think that... They figured it that they're getting close there. They're, they're close now because, and I was telling Chiquis, if, if you're like an America fan, even Chivas or, or whatever, Puma, Cruzul, any of those teams, uh, can you really say you're going to be more excited to see your team face a, a Cruz or a Jawares? I was going to say Jawares.
3: Juarez Ah
2: Juarez then to see like an LAFC with Vela or or even like as you said Slatan with Galaxy and they have Jonah and Antunes, you know, and and you know, teams 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 like that and Atlanta which we mentioned before, I think ultimately those those are going yeah, mean, to make for better matchups. Uh, you
4: know, with Miami FC coming into the league, you know that they're going to have a couple of hot shots because Miami is the is the capital of soccer, for. European and South American players. That's where that's where they go spend their off seasons.
2: Yeah, and they have um golden balls, um, David Beckham. And he's he's and he wants trying, to bring Lionel Messi. He's trying yeah, Messi. One of the rumors I heard is that he wants to bring Messi and Ronaldo.
4: Now, why would honestly why would he bother? Why would he bother bring when he has La trophy sitting La Tro- right, there, <laughs> right there? Right there. Right.
2: <laughs> Yeah, no, but I do think he's going to end up bringing in uh, at least one or two really good players. They might be in the twilight, but at least to the extent of what like, uh, Zlatan was able to do. it's I do think that uh, players coming out are taking it a bit more serious. As you see with Zlatan, he's not... He didn't just come in here to cash his check. You know, the number of goals he's scoring is impressive. Not only that, but the quality of goals he's scoring and you have, uh, who's that English guy? He said Washington. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. You know, so you have players coming in, and, and they're beginning to take it more serious. They they figured it out. Uh, who was it that, was it the guy from Chelsea that played? Um,
4: Frank Lampard.
2: I think it was Lampard, and he was talking about how it was more difficult than he expected. He talked about how, you know, when they travel, they're different in, in, in climate and whatnot, and how it just made it
3: way, way, you know, it's not like what you expect. Yeah, well, he has to fly, he has to fly commercial. That's probably something that he wasn't expecting. <laughs> no, oh, yeah? <laughs> Found their lovely charter jets on Turkish Airlines.
1: Well, we'll see Yeah, so I... there's
2: a lot of news... Huh? I was Chicky? just
1: gonna say, we'll, we'll see if that gives oh. uh, if Cruzeiro gets a little bit of a boost from from that oh. uh glad
2: you from that, that, up, that championship
1: because I I see them getting spanked in Seul on Sunday.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh snap! Snap! <laughs> uh, snap! Well, you know, you know, I I, I do think it it's <laughs>
0: Sorry, Julio. Think-
2: because, uh, you know, as we've seen, Mexican teams do struggle when they play. When they play twice a week. They're midweek and then during the week. They usually don't do too well. Uh, but, Tiboldi man, uh, I'm still singing his praises. What he did at Santos should not be forgotten. I'm surprised how quick my fellow Liga IMX fans, you know, dismissed. Siboldi, I mean, and he went to Veracruz, which is a difficult task, but it's hard to motivate players when they're not getting paid. <laughs>
4: yeah, usually, <laughs> usually that only happens at Atlas.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, he went there and it's just a giant mess. Uh, had it not been, I do think he would have done a better job, uh, but now he's he's had a team like Cruz Azul and so, so, so is
4: Belais is there or not? Is he left
3: or not?
2: He's he's there because he, well, he's there and he's not. So he left on vacation. He's like, all right, F this, I'm out. He left, but he he hasn't signed the dotted line. His he's still tied to the team, as in he hasn't signed his resignation papers. I I think <laughs> you you. you, <laughs> you. You're
3: cool and I'm out.
2: Yeah. Like that one? Yeah. Yeah, but I do think it just comes down to like uh, what they say at Finikitar. I don't know. I guess they're just going to come to an agreement. I don't know if he gets something or he gets nothing. There's a slight chance he might stay, you know, if Billy wants it to. uh,
4: has Has the wooing started at Chivas
3: yet?
2: Yeah, yeah, it has, it has. But he did say it on air that if Billy asked him to stay, he would stay. So I guess the ball is in Billy's court. Right.
4: Well, he's a he's a man. You know, that's. Uh, you, I don't think anybody who has followed Ricardo Palacio's career would would be surprised with, with that comment. He is a, you know, he he's a, he's above all else he's a professional and, and if he's tasked to do a job then he'll do that job until they tell him don't do that job
2: yeah so. <clears throat> I mean if I was Pelais I would stay until the season ended but you know do each their own uh, but but then uh, there is the rumor now as I heard from the Lavaderas Uh-oh. is that there are those from the Only Life Press. Oh my life Chivas and they wanna jump on it man. They wanna jump on on Pelayas and they're ready to to make him an offer.
4: Did he uh, did he ever wear the uh Yes sir,
2: the yes, red he and did. white? He
3: did. They're there toward yes, the end. He, he, did. Did.
2: he came in
3: after the ninety eight World Cup and it was him and Luis Garcia. Which
2: was so weird. You know, I, that's why I guess that's why now seeing Oribe doesn't fade me. Right. I was like, where were you when we brought the two America <laughs> icons to we play? Two America play forwards, yeah. One after the other, huh? But, no, at the same time, actually. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um. But he was—he so what... was a gentleman because he—he was injured and he. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna be here cashing a check when I can't play, and he removed himself.
4: Did uh? Do you think that the uh, the Chivas front office is, uh, has found out which of the local uh, Torta uh, license they've been they've been air shipping them to him, they, to remind him yeah, this 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 could be your this could be your lunch every day. Right
2: here. <laughs> here. If they were smart, I think they would do that. They would figure a way to woo him, but uh, I don't know. Can
4: you know. get a good tor- in Los
3: Angeles?
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. I just know that Chivas better be doing something because, you know, Amari, he's pretty green at this, you know, and uh, the team's going to be getting in a good chunk of change pretty soon. Are going to be negotiating contract not only in the U.S. but in Mexico. I've estimated it at somewhere between 200 and 220 million. Now, of for course,
3: TV?
2: in TV money for both U.S. and Mexico. Sure. And uh, because their contracts end in, you know, in, in December, and they're going to they're going to open negotiations. So that's why they haven't
4: been on TV. So that's they want to open negotiations. So that's why they they probably want to be on YouTube. For this season.
2: Well and it's like you said, John, uh their YouTube is being handled by said NBC Universal. Right. They're making sure they don't have the Chiwa TV problem. And so they might they might be uh in the running for next year. Um because Chivas wants to have both English <laughs> and Spanish TV broadcasts. uh So who knows, man. And they probably, Televisa, you know how they have those hidden clauses.
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah. The ones ones that magically materialize.
2: They've gotten Chivas too many times. So I think Chivas is like, you know what? We're just going to wait till this ends to make sure that there's nothing left. That this contract is is done. Uh, And then we could start a fresh one. I I think that's what's going to happen ultimately, that they're just gonna, you know, they just took the knee, John. They're gonna let the clock run
4: out. Well, yeah, because I mean, if it, you know, if if, if it's done in December, then they can negotiate with with uh, with 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 two which is both Univision and Televisa, or like you said, they can negotiate with or or bring Telemundo to the table, who they already have a relationship with through their Chivas TV, and they've been on Telemundo before. Yeah,
2: and NBC has. And I'm, and I'm has sure been...
4: Telemundo would love to have Chivas back.
2: Well, and NBC because it you know they show the they show EPL right right. NBC and and uh, Chivas will draw more. It will it, draw more than Champions League or, or EPL. Yeah, they could
3: put
4: the, uh, the, the the Spanish on Telemundo and the English one on, on, uh, on Universo.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then little by little, that's how we start. Uh, you know, because league, cup starts becoming yeah. a thing. You know, if, that's if Chivas right. is bringing the ratings. And then NBC puts you know, the money. When, when, or... when that
4: trophies goes to Atlanta United, and <laughs> it, the comes at, it comes back the chosen one to, <laughs> to play Chivas in the, in the quarterfinal. Now, one thing that I think has to happen in, in, in the uh, in the League Cup
3: is there have there have to be the games in Mexico. It's it it's just it's just not. Uh,
4: Sporting to play all the games in the states, and that was one of the, one of the things that that, that Duca stressed. He said, "Well, he said he said two things. He said there have to be games in Mexico, and there has to be a, a, a home and away." Like, I disagree on the home and away. I think that for a tournament like this, I think it'd be more fun if it was just a single elimination.
1: But I do think that there have to be games in Mexico. That's gonna that's gonna affect the bottom line a little bit. <laughs> How so? They're not going to raise no ticket prices.
4: Oh, you mean as far as the uh, the, the, the the well, I mean the, the, they'll, they make all their money back in the semifinals and finals.
3: Don't worry, because mm. those I guarantee you will be in the states. But like the first couple of rounds can be uh, can be uh,
4: you know you know wherever home home or away.
1: And then time. you're going to have like if they do, I think because they didn't they say their end goal is going to have all teams involved. So when they were talking about right. major league baseball comparisons. Um, so well, it, Joel, th- well
4: in, in, in that sense, it was uh, it was uh, it was it was like interleague play where yeah, they play a league where they play a game that that they, that counts toward points in in your own league.
1: Yeah. So, Joel, what what do you think about uh, maybe a Minnesota FC against uh, Veracruz? <laughs> how many how many uh, how many people? No, are no,
2: chicos, you haven't been paying attention. How many, how many people? Están are talking, feel about that? Diaz You're talking about the Diaz grandes. Están are talking about the 10 grandes. So I, I'm I do not, think that's that that mainly man. working to see from not... the big venues in the U.S., the two LA teams, uh, like Atlanta, yeah, and New York,
1: one of How is that any different than than Veracruz playing Juarez? It's not. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. But like in the U.S. League's Cup match, number whatever, Veracruz against. How, how is uh, I was playing Minnesota? That would just any... be
2: filler, cheekies.
1: How is what what I'm Veracruz any okay. different you're than playing get, Nashville? Gotta get some filler.
2: Look, yeah. you you see it in Champions League. Don't tell me every Champions League game is a high-profile match. Oh,
1: uh, not.
2: You get sometimes some of these small teams that play each other, and, and nobody just, cares. Nobody's just... gonna watch an Olympiacos versus uh, whatever team, you know. them. Uh, for... <laughs>
1: hey man, they did a uh, what what should we call it? West did a a, a video on Olympiacos. He tried to go into, I guess it's called Section Eight or whatever, where they don't take cameras. They don't like cameras and stuff in there. It was pretty interesting. But anyway. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, what are the? How's that stadium going to look like? Uh, the perceptions of maybe. I'm I'm just guessing six thousand people.
4: Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, again, it's. Uh, I mean, how, how is it any different? You know, well, I it's mean, not, how's it going to be any different when they went it's to play just a, reg- a regular league game?
1: Yeah, it's not. It's it's probably be less though, like you 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 take a Puebla versus Veracruz, that's still going to get you some. Some, some you know, doesn't fans. it
4: seem like like Puebla and Veracruz play every week? I mean, isn't there always that one matchup?
1: <laughs> There's next? always some. Well, well we talk about bum fight, bum fight games all the time, right, Juan?
2: <laughs> yeah, we do. We'll have the bum fight match got? of the week.
4: What is the okay. bum fight? Who, who is Chivas playing? Because that, that's probably usually Oh, game. no. Oh, oh dang. It's... Oh, I'm sorry. It's... I'm sorry, Juan. No, no,
1: there, there be is like, one on Sunday. It'll
2: be like Juarez.
1: Juarez or
2: Veracruz.
1: Juarez and Veracruz playing on Sunday, man. That might be the one. Isn't cool. it is, is it Juarez, Veracruz. Yeah, that might be the one for Veracruz <laughs> to finally break the streak.
2: No, Juarez is the club formerly known as Lobos Puap.
1: Yeah, so that might be a chance for Veracruz to finally get a win. But yeah, that's the Yeah, what is it?
4: Prime time Sunday night. It's going up against Sunday night football. Let's see what 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 Sunday night football is on. So you're gonna have your choice of watching Juarez Veracruz. Or the Ram- well, the Rams or the Browns, which really isn't that much better. But uh, yeah, that that is your your prime time Sunday matchup. Is quite as quite as bad,
1: Well, it'd be interesting to see the ratings in Mexico, though. Between those between those two games, I assume the NFL is on in Mexico, or that Sunday night game would be on.
4: It is, but it's on on cable
1: though. So. Oh, okay, so they're their yeah, but you're right though. It would be interesting. Yeah.
4: Well, the big the big game on. Uh, on Sunday, of course, is the uh, the one that you
3: mentioned earlier, Chiquis. You know what's going to happen, Chiquis, after after the end of the game on uh, on Sunday. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be glorious because we're going to have uh, we're going to hear a lot of this.
0: No
4: <laughs> It is a
1: uh, lady cemento after Cruz Azul. Yeah, uh, they're gonna have a, t- uh, a temporary high, a few days of a high, and then they can go back to their normal cells.
4: So actually, the, the you know another big game of the week is going to be America playing uh, Queretaro. Oh. And, and, and Necaxa playing Leon, so there there are some uh, some some,
3: First, some top top matches. Yes,
2: yeah. ne- Necaxa has been the surprise team of the uh, well one of them.
3: Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. They lost their big
4: goal scorer, who's who's now scoring goals for Portland Timbers. Who and you know, they, they did a transfer in the middle of the season, go, you know, outside of the transfer window. He's <laughs> just gone. Adios. <laughs> I don't know how that uh, how that works out. But yeah, but he is uh, he he's gone. But it doesn't matter. The Canucks tied for first place, have it on goal differential by one goal over over you know everyone's pick for second place this year. Uh, the the Querétaro, the guys, the big white cocks, the fighting white cocks <laughs> of, of Querétaro, and Santos, América, León, Tigres, Atlético San Luis, who, uh, you know, again out of nowhere, are now in the playoffs, only points. So is with, with in, Matosas. With Matosas, that's right. Yes. Monterrey is uh, with the 12, and then Guadalajara has uh, the 11. Guadalajara, Cruz Azul, and Tijuana are all tied at 11. It sounds terrible They have 11 points. They're only two points out of the uh, out of the, the playoff zone. So, so once again, you know, we're, we're still at the point in, in, in a Liga making season where if you go on a three-game win streak, you can go from 14th to third.
1: Well, San Luis made a huge jump out of just one win, though. So I don't, I haven't looked at it in depth. We, we but should
2: keep we should we should also note that because of the nineteen teams a lot of teams haven't played there's like some teams have one more game than the other
4: that is true that is true that it is an imbalanced schedule and uh so out of the uh, in the top like i said three teams that are tied uh, Nick Nakaxa has actually played one more game than caneta or santos who both have seventeen points and uh that that is a that is a very good point, Joel. So it's uh, and I'm not even sure. But I was looking trying to figure out when Pumas has their their bye week
3: because I don't know if it's like a Fecha FIFA or a bye week, but I know it's uh, it's going to be coming up soon for them.
2: Yeah, and well, we we'll see what happens with Toluca. Uh, people are expecting El Bigoton La Volpe to be sacked. He had a defeat against Morelia. I believe they lost at home. Um, which they did, made they it lost at
4: home yeah. Which, yeah, which, which how, how he hasn't been fired And frankly is just shocking
2: Well, you know who was You know who was made GM At Toluca Uh
3: oh who is, who is it, who is
2: it?
4: Sinia that's right, it was Sinia
2: And Sinia is the guy that La Volpe took to the World Cup <laughs> He has guess uh, Because he, he owes him one Huh?
3: And
4: scored a goal.
2: Did he score a goal?
4: He did. He scored uh, a nice header against uh, Iran in the uh, 3-1 win.
2: And I was I was at the stadium, and, and I I don't remember that, John. You don't remember that? I remember you, you, he did you, the three cambios at the start. You were,
4: probably, you, you, you were euphoric start. With, with, Well, with Omar Bravo's uh, brace at the time.
2: Wait, did he do the three cambios before the start of the second half? I know he did them all at the same time.
4: Uh, I can't remember if he did it in that it, game or
2: uh, not. No, it was. They started losing, and then he made the three. He went oh no, that bold. was against
4: Portugal. That was against Portugal.
2: No, he did against Iran too.
4: Did he? Because they were, they never, we were losing. They were just tied, but they were never losing.
2: I have to, have to check. Let me ask Google, Siri. No, wait, this is Bixby. Uh, let me check. My mind, my mind lies to me a lot now. I've gotten older; it rewrites history, John.
3: It I, get, you know,
4: I remember I,
2: I, things I, way different than they were.
4: I have a, I have a, I have a drop for that. Hold It's right here. At scene.
3: El América es una mierda. I keep hitting that wrong button. I thought that was it. Made a mistake. I'm just looking yeah, at. Please some... go ahead and look, look. Go ahead and look that up. I'm looking at some No, stats.
2: Um, yeah, you're right. Bravo scored in the 28th, and then uh I ran tied it in the 36th. And then uh and then Bravo scored again in the 76th, and senior in the 79th. But let me let me I remember the cambios um it doesn't say what time they made them, though.
3: I remember seeing him doing three cambios at the same time. Well regardless, uh, you know his uh his time at uh, at Toluca is tenuous at best. They are in 18th place right now. So if it wasn't for Veracruz, Toluca would be in, 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 in dead last place. And they have uh, they have Atlas next away, so
4: uh, Atlas can. W- w- now, Jorge, the last time Alexis Vega scored against Atlas? He scored a hat trick, and uh-huh. Atlas never recovered. Which which yeah. we. Which we correctly and well, you know, frankly, there's there's not much uh, research you have to do <laughs> to look it out let say when they lose three nothing like that to their biggest rival, chances are pretty high that they're gonna not come back from that. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. They lost <laughs> one. They lost one nil this week to uh, to, to Guadalajara, but but they were they were humiliated by 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 by, by a goal celebration where we saw. A little oh. too much of Alexis Vega. So, <laughs> so, so. Uh, 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 my question to you is, Joel, is my rhetorical question is 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 will Atlas be able to recover?
3: Uh, from maybe,
2: maybe. Alexis and, and, Vega's
3: hindquarters.
2: And I'ma go back to what we were talking about when we opened the show, about how these clubs have, you know, different ownerships or, or like multiple ownerships, and this is Atlas right now with. Briteva Azteca maintaining a stake and as well as Grupo Orlegi managing it. And I'm pretty sure that some of the old socials still still own some of that. A piece of that pie. Uh so who knows man, I, I've seen them kinda of bounce back. This is a new a new Atlas John under Orlegi, so
3: Really? A I don't really
2: know. Class. Yeah man, I, I, I I do think that uh they're being pretty smart about this they're not you know <clears throat> I think they know it's a it's one of those long term things and if Atlas has or at least Atlas fans have shown anything is that they're very patient
4: <laughs> true
2: so i do think that uh it will
4: now, pay well, off for them i'm going to ask you a, a a very pointed and, and potentially
3: painful question. What is going to come first? Is Barra 51 going to have to change their name?
4: Or are we going to see the Chivas Comet?
2: Oh, Chivas Comet for sure, man. Uh, you're getting that. <laughs> so that's, that's so that there's still no doubt about that. Well, I mean, the 200 million that's, whoo, that's a nice chunk of change. I mean, and right. they already have a. they already got some some talented players there in the squad. Uh, you get two or three more, and that's all you need to to we, be a uh, contender.
3: The if they the
2: well, if they could get them, and I remember they still own J.J. Mac. Uh, so even if he doesn't come to the club, he should net anywhere around 15 million. So that's that's something right there. Um, We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I do think that for the 2020, and and I predicted this way back, gentlemen, I did say we'll see the Comet 2020. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff in favor for Chivas, Uh, not just with players, but also having money to, you know, just just to maintain a, a good competitive squad. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I do so, think, yeah, yeah. Atlas will win something eventually. Eh? They're just gonna have to start low, give them a, a, a Copa America,
3: maybe Leakes a league's
2: cup, cup <laughs> or a Conca Chafa or something. But they're, 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 they'll get there if, if uh, they let Group related to the... it. It's it's pretty basic what they do. You know, it's it's not uh, they didn't really reinvent the wheel. They, yeah, you know? how how
4: sad is that? They're 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 just, they're just applying like just like like basic rudimentary,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: You know, fundamental building blocks of putting a club together. They're Like, oh my god, it's they're revolutionizing Mexican soccer. <laughs> I,
2: I... Yeah, no, with Santos we see what they're doing, and it's very impressive, and um, and obviously they're working with youth, and I think that that was a big draw for getting that last, just because you have that market. Meanwhile, in Guadalajara, and you have access to, you know, all this big population. So I, I do think that's something that ultimately they want to do is start selling players. Especially now that mm-hmm. we're beginning to see Mexicans going abroad for, for decent money. Uh, those those of you that are old as as us will remember when the European teams will come and be like, oh, Palencia, you know, seleccionado, one of the best in the league. And we get them on loan with uh, 50% off in, in wages? And, uh, you know, both, and then they would always send them back at the end of the season. All right, well, we can't afford them. There's a, a cheaper South American who's younger and just as good, if not better. Right. <laughs> and and that was like, that was the case a lot of times. Uh, you you had these, like even Borghetti going to, uh, he was on loan, wasn't he, when he went to EPL?
3: Um, I always thought that he had gone uh,
4: on, a, on a permanent transfer.
2: Well, he he didn't stay there that long, um, but but it was always like all these pretty bad deals. with a lot of times the clubs would do it just because they wanted to help out the player. The clubs, would you take know, Borghetti. To
4: me, you know, we always talk about Juarez, the the situation of uh, you know, the, does the coach like me or not? How can a player like Borghetti, you know? Uh, a, a coach not see what they have in a player like Borghetti who is just. what well, was you know, Big Sam? Uh, yeah. I, I know. Just, 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 a, you know, he's he, a heading machine. Just, you know, one one of the world's great headers of the ball, and, and you and you can't figure out how to use him because he. What was he? he said, he's he's not good defensively. Oh my God! Seriously? Yeah, Seriously? Well, they,
2: yeah. No, that was that was just some BS. And I didn't even heard they didn't even know that Borghetti had an EU passport. He had a. His grandfather is Italian, so he had an Italian passport, and I think they didn't even know that. <laughs> so uh, it just goes to show how much they, they. But 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 you know, like, like even like, how, how does a Cuatemoc, you know, one of the greatest players ever from Liga MX and the national team, and he was on loan to uh, Valladolid. And then Valladolid yeah, of all teams.
4: Right now, team. yeah, <laughs> they don't even play them.
2: And uh, so, I mean, like seriously, that that's just shows how much things have changed now. Where like a line ass who's up and coming and he goes to a better club and he's bought for like a good fee. So it's it's definitely things have changed. So I do think we might, we should be seeing uh, more players going abroad. And I think the Orlegis. They, they figured that out, too. Well, the group well, of Pachuca kind of showed it, huh?
3: The big thing is is that there have been, you know, there's the, there's been at least since uh, Rafa went over, you
4: know, there, there hasn't been that many, but there's been, you know, Mexicans that have consistently had very decent, long careers. You know, Rafa had a nice you know, ten-year run in Europe. Uh, Guardado was in the midst of a th- what, like a thirteen, fourteen-year run. was in his tenth year. And
3: that—that uh, I mean, outside of, of of Ugo, who else who else has had a career that long playing in Europe? That was Mexico. Well, exactly. A- Ache, Ache, he's kind of getting
2: there.
4: Well, he's yeah he's been there for five years. So I mean so yeah so 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 the the Mexican player is is becoming more marketable in Europe. Yeah. That, that, that that's not a bad thing. But but again, I think that Liga MX is good enough
3: to where, you know, if if you get a call to to play in Europe, you know, don't you know you you know make make sure you go somewhere that's going to be. A spot where you could be challenged more.
2: Well, and then some of the players that left uh, left because they wanted to. So Ochoa uh, could have stayed in Belgium. He chose to. Uh, same with Jonah could have yeah, stayed yeah, in the Yeah, but even out.
4: if he did, he still he still played there for eight years. I mean, it wasn't like you know it wasn't like he was just had a cup of coffee. I mean, he had a, a pretty a pretty decent length career as well.
2: Yeah, it's it's been improving the 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 average stay for Mexicans going abroad was about two years.
4: Right. I'm and, surprised uh, it was that high to be honest.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, it well, it's just two seasons. So one season in the team and then the second season to loan you out to some other team. At which point midway through that season you already knew he had already signed a contract to be back in Liga M X. Um but yeah, we've seen that improvement. So yeah, I, I do think uh I do think that's going to be one of the goals for the Grupo Orlegi to try to start selling abroad.
4: Chiquis did a uh, memo to uh, gift Pumas a draw last week.
1: No, that was uh that wasn't his fault. That was a I don't know if there's a deflection, but that was a pretty hard shot and uh there's nothing he could do.
4: Okay, because I mean I I I It went between his legs, play, I think, like, right? My phone. Well, it just it just went right by him. I, I think that you know either either he just didn't see like there was some something was obstructing his view, or like I said, it was deflection. Yeah, but it, it just it just it just like went right by him. Like like all he had to do was just like like just stick his hand in the way and it would have. But for whatever reason, thankfully for Pumas fan, it didn't happen. So of course there are. The, Folks are starting to wonder about his uh, abilities, and you know, as he as he passes prime, and blah, but, but I, th- I think he will. Uh,
1: no, I think it's just. Uh, I think he'll
4: be okay. Yeah. Just one of those things that just happened. His uh, his I was, team... I was just curious if it was really his fault or not, but it sounds like it was that he wasn't necessarily as much as fault as uh, as people are making it out to be.
1: Well, he has he has had his ins- his instances of uh, insecurity. It might be that again, but I think it's also like the team. The team as a whole is not t- doing its be- uh, very best, I would say. So they're sort of struggling. I think, well, America
4: should be back. You know, they had a lot of players injured, and then those players just started coming. You know, Giovanni was back, and he had a really good game against Pumas. I did see that. Uh, so I think that, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, America's struggling. They're one point out of first place. I wish,
3: I wish Pumas could struggle like that i I'm sure I'm sure would, would love to see Chivas struggle like that so uh
2: someday john someday,
3: yeah, exactly,
4: instead of struggling at the at the other end of the table in in relegation, which is where they've been like for is it is it like six out of the last eight years Hoya, that chivas has has been having to deal with relegation, that's a long time,
2: yeah, they've been stuck there for a long time, um since, even
4: with even with the Chimas comment sighting it really it really hasn't helped
2: since like twenty fourteen maybe
4: Oof. that's a lot of alka seltzer for the uh for the yeah. Chiamanos.
2: it you know you need at least like three good years <laughs> three good years to to leave the bottom of the of the laughable relegation chart.
4: I am not gonna lie. When Pumas had was it two years ago? Chiquis, where they had like that one season where they they only uh, like collected thirteen points. I was really worried about the. Uh, oh yeah. About the descenso, really worried, because uh, I mean that that stays with you for three years after you do it. So it's just, and and you know it's one thing to have eighteen nineteen, but to have thirteen points, I mean that is really
2: really really rough. But, John, you know, but, but yeah. who who now takes. Who who takes relegation serious now?
3: No, you're absolutely right. It's a, it, it is a,
4: you know uh, Nashville just paid what is it 150 million dollars or whatever it is to have their franchise fee, so they can have their their MLS franchise. And Veracruz paid six million to avoid relegation.
2: Oh, well, and it's cool going up, right, for MLS teams. It's at, what 100 million or 120.
4: It's well, whatever it is, it, it, it's a big chunk of money.
2: And it's going to go up because they're looking at, what is it, two more teams, I guess, that they want to bring into the fold. But, yeah, Yeah, that compared to $6 We don't even know what Juarez is. I keep saying Juarez. (coughs) I mean Juarez. Juarez. I wonder how much they paid Lobos Pua.
4: To have the team in in Juarez? Yeah, I don't know.
2: For that franchise, they probably just. A box of Corona familiar, <laughs> you know, they threw them in Asado the and uh, I
4: don't know some couple of, couple of barriles of pulque.
2: So tickets to I've never, the, I've never had
4: pulque.
3: Have you ever had pulque, Joel?
2: No, I turned it down. I was being um being very gringo of me, but I was that was with my uncle. We were in Mex. We were on the road. And it was like a stand, and it was almost like in the middle of nowhere. They had a pulque stand, and I was like, "There's no way I'm I'm
3: uh, I'm drinking
2: that." <laughs> pass on that. <laughs> pass hard pass. Uh, but but you know that's 'cause of here. Uh, a friend of mine. Well, it was a friend of the family. He had him from. Uh, he ate him from one of those trucks. This was before. You got those fancy hipster trucks. You know what I'm talking about. Sure. Sell the organic food and whatnot. This was the old school dangerous Mexi trucks. Those uh, the, <laughs> ones, the you... ones
4: at the construction site.
2: Yeah, the ones you literally gambled your life, and that's what happened to a friend of ours uh, twice. Well to two friends. Uh, one of them ate pork, and he had worms, and they they went to his brain.
3: Oh
4: God! That, that, yeah, that sounds awful. And that's a Pink Floyd lyric, by the way. Just, just.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, you went to the hospital, and I'm not exactly sure how they got rid of them. But that's yeah. scary, just, man. That's they
4: coming the, out of your ears.
2: The thought of coming out of your ears, dude. <laughs> you know, the, the thought of just you know, I'm gonna have a burrito, and then it, it could that could be the end result. Just scared me. And then the the second one was uh, another friend of ours, and he ate, he ate shrimps. And uh, he, he came from a truck, and he he had, like, uh, what was it? Um, was this in Mexico? Hep, hep, no, it was here in the U.S. So I'm like, this is happening here. I'm just scared of anything that's just out in the street, you know?
1: Patileche y galletas <laughs> para todos.
2: That's, no, all I all I
1: do. that's all I do. That's in the, Mexico. Always
2: man. cemetery, huh?
1: In Mexico, that's all the place I go is on the street. <laughs>
2: it's on the street, you yeah. get your drink in a mucita, Yeah. with like, a straw tied yeah. with a rubber band.
1: Anyone? Huh? Any, some some people try to take me to Tox, which is like a nice fancy restaurant. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever.
2: No, I mean, it's changed, but I mean, I was a kid when that happened, and it just it scared the bejesus out of me, you know? Yeah, yeah. It kept me from from those trucks for a long time, but I, eventually I, I went back.
1: You I make went sure back first to uh,
2: get that chorro chiflador. What happened, John?
4: When I first graduated from college, my first job I had was working at MCI. I was on the phones, and uh, there used to be, uh, for our first break, there was always a truck outside. And man, they had the best uh pig tacos I've ever had in my life. Uh, I don't know what they did doing, but man, they were good. I think I had I, I would on my days off. I would mm-hmm. go to that taco
2: truck for breakfast. The cook did not so, wash his hands. That was a secret ingredient. John. Yeah, I'm
4: sure. Time to make the donuts. <laughs> yeah, I would on, on my days off to eat those. And I would tell my my housemates, you've got to try these tacos. These tacos are awesome. They wouldn't believe me. I'd bring up a big stack of them, and they're like, oh, this, these are just incredible. That was just right in the in the, in the, in the first stages of the, of the breakfast taco revolution that, that
2: seemed to oh, happen. Oh, I still need here. to try <laughs> one. I still need to try one, John. I have it.
4: Well, Joel, I can make it's it. It's because I'm not
2: a morning person. Huh?
4: Oh, okay. I was to say, okay, okay, it's very easy, but just make make huevos con chorizo, heat up some beans, throw it in a tortilla, put some cheese on top of some salsa, you have oh. a breakfast taco. The,
3: the
2: cheese was the missing ingredient.
4: Well, well, you don't have to have the cheese, but... but it, it, it it, it it certainly helps. What what is What your what breakfast type? Talk? Like
2: what, what type of cheese though? Uh
4: well I don't know if I should say, you know, on the air. You know, on, I wanna have I have a <laughs> reputation. No, I use uh, just like shredded yellow cheese, you know, whatever it is, cheddar. You know, I don't have to use queso cotija. or
2: none of that stuff.
4: Or, Although we can get that stuff here, like like the Mexican manchego cheese
2: and stuff. Oh. I would, mean,
4: well, I would eat it with queso fresco. <coughs> queso fresco, <that> good. <laughs> queso fresco would be weird with eggs, don't you think that would be? No. A little, a little with the chorizo?
3: Yeah. No, with the with the egg. Mm. Oh. That would be alright. Maybe not I don't yet. know. I, I think I do that every now and then. I'll day. try it tomorrow.
4: Yeah. What's your breakfast taco of choice, Cheekies? When you
1: gotta have one.
2: Chick's just taco. continental breakfast for him.
1: Oh, breakfast tacos is like a gringo yes. thing. I, I like potato, man. Or actually, in uh, Lockhart, I had a brisket with, I think, brisket, egg, and potato. That stuff <laughs> looked pretty good.
2: Chick just a taco gringo thing, then he calls it his name, briskets.
1: What's well, gringo, he man? He wants
2: crumpets and
1: tea. <laughs> <laughs> Bris- <the> ice- briskets, <laughs> Texas. <the> <laughs> briskets, Texas. Quite,
2: quite irony.
4: <laughs> Until I watched the, uh, the, 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 to the Taco Chronicles on <laughs> Netflix it did is opened my eyes about the different kinds of tacos that are available. So I mean, like, you can make anything into a taco. Yeah. So no, that that does sound good. Though. I'm not I'm not a fan of the of the of the of the barbecue flavored taco breakfast tacos. Like okay. if I if I have sausage in my taco, well, I would like do country sausage over like barbecue sausage. Just a personal choice. Uh-huh. But they're still delicious either way. I mean, they're still. And a, and a brisket potato just sounds incredible. Good lord, that, that just sounds like a good meal.
1: Much yeah. less a breakfast taco.
2: Yeah, this, cheek is, is getting paid on time.
1: There's a it place in There's a place in Lockhart is, that
2: uh, like at checks are clearing.
1: Yeah, a place in Lockhart that sells some good, uh, good tacos, man. Drive through barbecue place. It's pretty good.
4: Yeah, for those of you that don't know Lockhart, Texas, which is about like maybe 20 miles south east of Austin, is the barbecue capital of the planet. Places has five just unbelievably good uh, barbecue joints uh, as, as good as there are anywhere in the country. And it's so weird that they're in this tiny little town in, Lock- and, and again, just uh, a little southeast of Austin. And it's funny, Chica, because you could ask any person who, who has been and had Lockhart Barbecue and then say, what's your favorite restaurant? And each one will tell you something different. <laughs> it's uh like like I am I'm a Kreutz's guy but you know they have there's like the Chisholm Trail and Blacks and Smitty's and they're all amazing they're all really good
2: i guess making me hungry Chisholm Trail already... is
1: the place i went to
4: kinda like <laughs> is is is, is, so is is that your uh, is that your barbecue place of choice in, in Lockhart
1: uh yeah recently that's been the place to go uh Black's said that was the first place and then i think i went to the other one Smitty's and Kreutz and then Chisholm Trail has been the place as of late. The place that has
4: won your heart. Yeah. You got to no, drive. So, through, so, for you folks that want to, if you enjoy Texas barbecue and you want to have a little excursion, that is where I recommend you go. Is uh, just outside of town in Lockhart, Texas. Well, gentlemen, I think that uh, I that y'all have any <laughs> other topics. Oh, we need to talk about Chisholm before before we uh, wait, wrap it up. Here. Well. Oh, wait. I, yeah. Yes. One. Yes, there
2: wait. is one that. Uh, that's Chelis. So, Max Camote is not the only one that hang his boots. Chelis as well has called it quits.
4: So we're not going to see him come coach Puebla again?
2: Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? If uh, 80s WWF wrestling taught me anything, not to take these retirements too serious. <laughs> but, uh, he
4: did. So, he, that's unfortunate. I, so why was it the Chiles could not get a gig outside of Puebla? Like, like why, why wouldn't like Chivas ever hire them?
2: Chivas, huh? I, I because I think M, MLS, uh, Liga MX is still very tight. The promoters are still very influential, and um, I think they they still play a big role in
3: in who well, gets what. Is, it's, it's, He's in bed with the biggest promoter. Is he now? Yeah. Well, then I don't. Maybe he just got tired of it.
4: Well, he's really good on TV, so I'm sure that we'll be seeing him on TV moving forward. But uh, we, I do tip my hat to Chelis. He was uh, he was uh, definitely uh, uh, a, a nice breath of oxygen
1: entertaining guy in the yeah i uh, chicharito. Oh, go ahead chiquis before, yeah before the real quick stat before the chicharito uh necaxa has uh they're in first place of course but they have uh have uh, three guys in the top 10 in the goal scoring oh the table one don't tell them, chiquis
2: don't
1: tell of, oh, uh, maxi salas he's he's at he's got six goals one under julio furch and then this uh another argentinian mario Quiroga. And uh, a Mexican is even up there, uh, Jesus Angulo. So it's sort of due to that 7-0 win over, uh, I think it was Veracruz. (laughs) So that sort of helped them. But, but yeah, they have some uh, goal scores sort of to look out for. Let's see if they can maintain. They also have a really good coach. And Memo Vasquez,
4: who uh, we've seen him take uh, uh, Pumas to... Finals and win titles. He took Cruz Azul. Should have won the uh, the the the, the title Cruz Azul against América before uh, the auto goal that kind of sunk him there at the end, which uh, for some reason was uh, credited to Moisés Muñoz.
1: And uh, you know now he's
4: got uh Necaxa playing well, so you know he's uh, he's he's, uh, he's uh, a good. I
2: player. forgot. I forgot Muñoz was still playing.
4: No, I don't think Munoz is still playing, but uh, but Vasquez is still coaching, and, and he's doing and he's doing very well. Least, and has been has proven over time that that he's a, a an above average coach in, in Liga MX, and has done very well for himself in the league, and has another team playing well, so it shouldn't be surprised. Now, who was it uh, that, that, that this week that said that the Mexican coach is still like very undervalued in Mexico?
2: oh that's right <laughs> i- <coughs> I read it and i forgot
4: was that uh, like when when they had the 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 de la torres and uh, like it was la Puente on, uh, on, on the, uh the the, the, Do Day the show, on the Do Day in the n shows is, is that where that came out
2: I honestly can't remember but i did Profe cambia shared the news and i <laughs> I was like, I agree. <coughs> but I don't I don't remember who said it.
3: Yeah. So um, has Pumas played Nakaksa yet? Uh yes. They did and of course Puma and of course Pumas defeated Nakaksa.
4: So that proves once again that Pumas is the best team in the league. We're just <laughs> you know. They just don't know it yet. That's right. We're just, we're just <laughs> hanging back. We're just hanging back. We're, 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 we don't want to peak too early. We want to you know, get into the plane playing I do strong. think
2: uh, there's going to be one hellacious battle for that seventh and eighth place. You can see it. It's, it's going to become, especially with some of these unexpected teams like Santos, and Nacaxa, and a few others that... They weren't expected to do so good. All of a sudden, they're having really good seasons, and uh, and then you have a team like Monterrey. Monterrey could fall back, but they could bounce back at any time. They do have, you know, they're pound for pound one of the best teams. And here and... are the
4: teams uh, Joel that are that are between six and fourteen, and only three points <sighs> separate six and fourteen. So there's Tigres. There's uh, San Luis. Morelia, Pumas, Atlas, Monterrey, Guadalajara, Cruz Azul, and Tijuana. So, out of those
3: eight teams, only three are going to make the play, are going to make the Yeah,
2: that's wow. <sighs>
4: and of course, that's, you know, that is the teams above them don't like have a calamitous collapse. And, which uh, And, can
2: and that is why, ladies and gentlemen, we're not getting rid of. We're not going back to the long season. Uh, but I'm, I'm disappointed, cheeky because he brought it up, and here at the cantina, we figured it out.
3: Wait, what was the reason I didn't just, catch that?
2: You the- were talking about 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 uh, Liga MX, they uh, should doing the long season again.
1: Yeah, what, what was that up. what was the reason that that they won't go to the long season again?
2: Because of like TV rating. Um, uh, when you have that fight for to make Liguilla, then Liguilla the you know it's a huge spike in rating.
4: Well, yeah, exactly, and and, and again, remember that the, the the owners of the league also own the own the TV signal. So, and it's not just Televisa and I mean, you have you have Imagen in there. There's yeah uh, claros. So, i mean it just
3: yeah it's uh it it is it is unfortunate, but that's just that, yeah that, that is that is
4: that is Liga so yeah you're right Joel the, the the two season seasons are just not
3: ever gonna go away
2: yeah and and Chiquis would listen to the cantina pot would know we ag- figured it out cheekies oh, i agree we, we but figured I would... it out john John I agree. and I figured out. What will make it more competitive? And it's, it's cut the number of teams that qualify.
1: I agree. Yep. I was just going off of the Enrique Bonilla uh, quote about the only way to get into Li- uh, Libertadores would not be modifying the schedule. But yeah, I agree with you. The excitement of Ligilla, the excitement of getting into it is...
2: Beneficial. Yeah, that's that's just become the culture of, of when, you, when you talk about like football culture and... Uh, that's that's just it for Mexico that's and you might like it or not, but it's it is it's our own you could say it you know it's it's more uh very very gringo cause that's where the idea for your playoffs came from, but that's that's become the you know the mexican foot food that's that's what the fans like you know
4: well you know and the funny thing about it is that you know we can trash it all we want the league but you know our our show our our show even, even Spike when the league happens because
3: you know those those are the games that are
4: that are going to be most interesting to people. So they 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 seem to know what they're doing when they have the league. I know it's uh, you know I I feel bad for a team like LAFC who has you know in in any other league would have would have clinched the the, the, the league title you know with weeks to go in uh, in, in MLS. They've already clinched the Western Conference. so They're going to be the top seed in the Western Conference. There's been like the six weeks or whatever it is left in the season, so they're going to have nothing to play for, and then they're going to they're going to play you know a single elimination game or whatever it is, and they could get bounced like that.
2: <laughs> yeah. <after. coughs> uh, but but you know at least I think they qualified now. They're going to be in the next. Uh, they're going to be class. the
4: champions. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. And
2: that's yeah, that will be. It's going to give. A lot to talk about, especially if Vela continues to Vela. Um, and then if they do bring another player, they were talking about... I can't pronounce his name, Man- Manzukic?
1: Manzukic. Oh, Manzukic gone. coming into LA Galaxy. Oh.
2: oh, to the Galaxy. But the LAFC was the one that were pushing for him.
1: You got to watch out also for Miami. When is Miami going to um, be in the mix? Because... If something's impressive in Miami, Vela might, you know, jump the bandwagon and leave uh, LAFC.
2: What you say, Vela will go to?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's his. That's what are you his... talking
2: about, Chik? what
1: Vela would Vela would go to Vela likes Miami. He likes the I don't know what he Does likes. He... The NBA over there, the weather, maybe the clubs and stuff. But
2: but LeBron is in LA. What, what is? The, the... I don't know. Maybe they'll trade. The heat. LeBron. Nobody cares about the key no more. Chickies,
1: what are you talking about? Well, well, Miami's got more stuff. Better than, weather, man. Come on. Miami's got better stuff, more stuff. Yeah, it's than a little
4: too public. humid, in Miami. I mean, give him the choice in Miami and LA. i probably choose LA just because,
1: dude, you know, it's not Miami LA, Vice. With 95% humidity.
2: Chickies, he's a two-hour flight. What is it? Two-hour flight to LA. Dude, La Hara, are, these are his words,
1: man. These are his words. I'm just repeating Boy, what then he's...
2: He's 91, huh? His family's from... Uh...
1: Kind of Pulco, cool.
2: so that's what four hours maybe. From man, Campo. he don't want to what go, go to Mexico.
1: He don't want to go back to Mexico ever again. Hey. No, but I'm to just... visit
2: his family. He, just... he wants to no, he don't even the... want to do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did he bring him over here? He's
1: from just...
2: man. I'm
1: just repeating his words, he got he's... the
2: Vela clan. <laughs> he's... Vela clan. in Brentwood.
1: He said, "Miami is the place." He said in the podcast. That's. No, all no, I'm just repeating what money. I'm just repeating what he said. Man.
4: I, I, it's not a surprise. I mean, Miami, like I mentioned before, it it it, it, is, it is the capital of soccer players. That that's where they want to hang out. All I mean, not just nightlife, right? Out. I mean, the, all the European soccer players, the South American, the, that is where they they
1: think it's like the coolest place on the planet. Yeah, isn't that they where Ronaldo it. hit on Paris Hilton or something? <laughs> or that <might laughs> well, here a, in L.A. Yeah, that might have been LA. That was yeah, here in yeah, LA. LA because, yeah, come on, my bad. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: you're, uh, you're the Next expert. Thing, oh, that, that, Next
2: thing stuff. you're gonna tell me that. <laughs> Chicharo wants to go to Miami.
1: Oh he does. He probably does, man.
4: Chicharo scored a great goal today, uh, on on a free kick, and uh you have to really rack your brain to think. Well, first of all, you know, one the first thought is wow, really on a free kick. But he used to, he's taking free kicks but he scored free kick goals with Chivas, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he? Like before he went on his little hot streak before he went to Manchester United. I can't
2: remember, but I know he would take he would take shots from outside the box, which I remember, I, this is like how gullible a lot of fans are, because I I remember him scoring a goal when he was in uh, Real Madrid, or was it after, but he did it from outside the box, and they were saying how he must have learned that in Madrid. <laughs> right. Like, sure, sure, like, well, Oh, because
4: he
1: double. had no idea how to shoot before. Right.
2: Yeah, like he never scored. There's all these goals he did, like that in Chivas, but uh, those don't count. <laughs>
1: it seems sort of like a trick play, man. Because he he was lined up, the other guy was lined up as well. And then, I mean, if you know Chicharito, you're not like we we can't even think of the last time he scored off of a set piece like that. Um, but he took it, and the goalkeeper wasn't. I mean, he he was relying on the wall, but.
3: I, th- I think
2: usually, like, like um...
1: It wasn't on the angle, you know? I, I, it wasn't too hard of a...
2: I think their usual free kick taker wasn't playing or wasn't available. Oh.
4: Yeah, it was an amazing kick. I mean, he was able to kick it because the guy, he kicked it over the guy who was jumping and it dipped down underneath the bar enough, but still above the goalie's hand. I mean, it was, it was impressive. It, it, it was... And, you know, he has, he has shown a long-distance shot before. And... uh He's you know, got you know, good form. I think what, sure. And I, and I think what people don't, uh, you know, may not understand about Chicharito, especially when he was a Manchester United, is that his coach told him that his, and Chicharito has said this many times, he said, you know, Sir Alex, he wanted me inside the six yard box. He said, that yeah, is where wanted, I want you to end up in every
2: play. Poacher. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't like that in
3: Chivas.
4: So he wanted him to crash the box every time they went down. That that was where Chicharito was. That's where Sir House wanted him. You know, obviously, obviously it worked because Chicharito uh, has had a, a very long and fruitful career in uh, Europe. All those last couple of years at West Ham were a little rough with injury and the fact that, frankly, West Ham was just terrible. And uh, it just it just uh, didn't work out. And then didn't they end up picking uh, like the the, the the same awful coach? <laughs> Uh, David Moyes, uh, when, when Sir Alex retired at Manchester United, he kind of banished Chicharito. So he had that happened to him. So it just wasn't a good fit. But you know, we'll see how it happens, uh, how it turns out for him, in Sevilla. But I, I, I do insist that when Chicharito comes back, he's not going to come back and play. He's going to come back and do TV, and he's going to do TV in the
3: states. In English. In English. Oh. <laughs> Yeah,
2: I, I could, I could see that. I could see that happening, yon.
3: I guess I could. But it awesome. was a very nice goal for him. It was a very nice goal for him. And hopefully that'll get him going in the
4: in his latest journey at Sevilla. And uh, you know, frankly, it's uh, you know, the, as far as national team players uh, who played in the European competitions this week, they actually had a pretty decent. Uh, run of things with uh Losano playing well for Napoli and uh I think uh Edson Adelaide scored a goal.
1: Achaeace scored uh, a IAC scored a goal. A goal. Yeah. Tied yeah, up the he game. Finally
4: he, he made his debut. He made his debut and and, and save and, uh, and saved the coach's butt uh with the equalizer. Was it against Juventus? And so I think we'll be start seeing more and more of Achaeace play So it was definitely a a strong week for uh, for Mexican players in the, in the European competition. So good on them. And this is where you want to see the players. You know, you want to see, obviously, it'd be nice to have like, you know, 20 players in, in, in the Champions League. But there's, what, four in the Champions League this time around? So it's not too, too do
2: bad. You, do you gents remember the first Mexican to play Champions League?
4: first Mexican to play champions league like, yes. like like proper champ like like this the the champions league after ninety two or like or like the european champions like the
2: no I do think it was after ninety two yeah Mex- pretty sure it was. so he, he played at Galatasaray he went on loan obviously, Eddie. <laughs> he was from Nicaxa.
4: i'm gonna say um uh, defender
2: defender I think it's El Cuchillo Herrera.
4: Oof, I would have never guessed that.
2: Yeah, never. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was... I think that's... Yeah. I think that's... Or El Picas Becerril. <laughs> Is that El Cuchillo?
4: Was it El Tilon Chavez?
2: Hmm? No, not, not Tilon. Um...
3: You know, Joel, I was going to do the Hoyle uh Las Vegas tour yesterday, oh. but I, I, did, I didn't have I didn't have mm-hmm. the time or the money to, to to pull it off correctly.
2: Oh, so close!
3: So, yeah, it was uh,
4: it was uh, man. I was really cause we were really disappointed because we were going to have a lot of fun today. So it just uh, it, it didn't it didn't work out for us. So I had to. <laughs> and it it's uh, just seeing people at the airport in Las Vegas in the morning. It just cracks me
3: up. People just look like 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 just just hammered. All of them just they just they, they don't look good. You know, circles like the size of the hubcaps under their eyes. Everyone just bleary eyed. It always cracks me up.
1: Very funny. Hey, on the chat, this guy says, uh, Luisito says uh, that fool can't speak English." <laughs> Referring to Chicharito, would you say doing commentary or something? Analyst? And... <laughs> no, he was talking about me. No, I think he was talking about Chicharito, which is true because cause his his uh, his vlogs <coughs> that he does on YouTube, he's they, it's all in English and uh, that dude makes well, all kinds of has, mistakes.
2: <laughs> he has a couple years for that, and uh, his wife who yeah, that's
1: Australian. That's
2: Australian. Right. He speaks
1: pretty good, but in there's minutes. there's errors here and there. But yeah.
2: No, oh. but, but He'll, be the, he'll be the I Marcelo
1: Balboa. <laughs> the Marce- Marcelo Balboa
2: version.
1: If Malboa you can speak
3: version. it right, though, it's it just, yeah, I don't. You okay. No offense to Mariano Benefit. Oh, we lost, we lost you, John, I think. Or I can't hear you. What was the clip that's been making the rounds with uh, Sutcliffe? He was doing NFL.
1: Oh yeah, he's he's uh, interviewing a guy and he says the question in Spanish first and then in English, and the guy's looking oh, at one. the Oh,
2: the, but there's there's these clips where people are doing voiceovers.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I only listened to one, but I I don't know where it's at. Yeah, I saw that too.
2: Sergio Almaguer, I I was so wrong. I said I said uh, it's
3: Sergio Almaguer. So he was the first guy. Yeah, it was Sergio Armaguer that played Champions League.
1: Yeah man. I think we lost John audio or something happened. But
2: I I think um technically well Mexican coming out of Mexico because Nery Castillo played Champions League
3: at sixteen years old. And uh, so he
2: was on loan in 2002. I don't Castillo must have been around around the same time and played it with Olympiacos.
3: Yeah, but it was Sergio Armader. I remember that. I didn't get to see the games though. Yeah, Chi. G- well he have enough time. He he's gonna have to improve
2: his English if he's gonna do
1: Yeah, he he's English he's okay. Commentary. I'm gonna start keeping up with his vlog now. It's naked sort of
2: people, what is it called?
1: Yeah, naked naked uh naked humans.
2: Okay, naked yeah.
1: I had to show my uh I won't talk about it on the on the pod, but uh at the end, his wife talks a little bit, and I had to show that to my wife. It was sort of interesting. <laughs> like,
2: Why well, you mention it and then you say you can't talk about it? What, it's about a, what kind of BS is that? It's man? about
1: it's about postpartum depression. She's having a tough that's time. Like,
2: that's like saying just a tip.
1: Okay, yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you then. She's having postpartum depression. Because check this out. Like this is sort of going back to. I mean, I don't know if we want to talk about all the scandal and stuff, but. Um, she was gonna go to New York with chicharito for the on the for the national team game um but with the Sevilla move, she stayed with the with the baby to to get everything ready for the move and uh and so she you know she's like full time taking care of the baby, worried about moving, and then chicharito's off doing his thing uh whether it's true or not, partying with girls i mean
2: well partying with
1: Yeah, and then
2: uh,
1: (laughs) yeah, so uh, and then she's like all by herself, and then at the end of the video, their last latest vlog, she was talking about how she's sort of depressed and she wants to find a nanny to have time for, you know, to be herself. She says to go out and be by herself and not all the time with the baby. She's breastfeeding the baby, and you know, she's and a lot of people go through that, but just thought it was interesting <laughs> Well, yeah so uh i've never
2: seen i've never seen um i've never seen his vlogs
1: yeah just like i'm naked humans uh it's pretty much because he lives with a crew like he lives with the bald-headed guy which i guess is a uh he's a motivational speaker in mexico but he hangs out with he them. Lives
2: with what
1: you know the bald guy that he? Well, you haven't seen it, so he he hangs out with a, some guy. Uh, uh, I think it's David. who's a bald guy. So
2: he that's hangs, where the cosas come from.
1: Yeah, they always they, they talk amongst themselves and they make up all that stuff. So it's like him, Chicharito, these two other dudes, and his wife live all together.
2: It's like a frat house.
1: Yeah, so They're like they're like their group, man. It's like the, his crew. Like, you know how uh, Pulido has his rap crew, <laughs> Chicharito has his crew. One his guy is a squad. Mod- yeah, it's a squad. Mod- yeah, it's a motivational. you want a
2: bunch guy. of dudes living in your house when you're married?
1: I don't know, man. They're really close. You know, there's rumors like. I don't
2: know, well, man. I don't know what's going on there with Chicharito.
1: Yeah, but Orange they're like his homies. They, they they like probably edit his videos, and all four of them. Um, have videos like if they're they're like for the national team games chicharito was in a different place all four of them were in a different place but they all four contributed to videos in the vlog um and they just put them all together you know and so they're all for like us you know doing their own thing but they're all living together they're all moving to they're all depending on chicharito like the sevilla move they're always talking about okay we're moving to sevilla um, we got to see what Chicharito, we got to help him out with, with the move and, like you know, find a house. Madison. They yeah. can see
2: the move Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, they're they... just hanging out by the pool all day. That's <laughs> what they're they do. Drunk.
3: That's what they're they do. Drunk.
2: cuz like I can't do something. They're like, oh, we'll just make a plop. Take <laughs> the easy as you can do. Uh,
1: yeah, I wonder if that, they, because I, yeah. I, they, they're all, like, the one guy was in Cancun, the other guy was in Guadalajara. Uh, and then she, well, no, they were both in Cancun, Chicharito was in New York and San Antonio, and his wife went to Guadalajara real quick, and I was wondering, like, hey man, Chicharito, if those guys are like, hey, uh, Javi, can you uh, send me some money for, so I can get this hotel room? <laughs> <laughs> like, let me, give me some money, I need to buy some stuff. <laughs> no. Damn. Because the guy's are motivational I speaker. I be friends
2: with Chicharito.
1: Yeah, like, if you get in with somebody. In
2: Walter Bazar. Walter Bazar.
1: <laughs> Get in it, man. Let's go around. I
2: Bazar was the motivational speaker from Club de Cuervos.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch that. So, No, uh, that he, they showed a video so. of him. Uh, he, he went to the Grutas in Cancun or somewhere over there. And uh, there's like a, a hidden spot where people go and they like listen to him speak. He's like a motivational speaker. And they were like all laying down on the beach or on the area. Like sounded oh, like
2: some hippie stuff.
1: Yeah, it's, it was weird, man. But, uh, yeah, that's one of his. That's the bald guy. Check it out, man. It's sort of interesting, sort of funny. <laughs> anyway. Anything else you got before we head on? Hmm.
2: Nope. All nope. Right. Uh, just the upcoming upcoming games are going to be pretty interesting because a couple coaches have their their jobs on the line. La Volpe, um, the guy from Monterrey, and um, those are the um, two main ones. We'll see what what happens.
1: All right. Next week I'll be in San Jose, so I'm gonna try to go to the earthquake. You're going to the match. I'm gonna try to. Are you to. gonna
2: try or are you going?
1: I I sent emails, but I haven't respond. They haven't responded to me. Jaime is going to be Aww. there. Um, as a photographer. He got his
2: response right away dude
1: Yeah, I think she, I got the bad.
2: Manages.
1: I think I got the bad rep. I might be yeah, outside the stadium you a just. Cold to, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'll probably be out the stadium just taking videos with fans and stuff. So I'll probably try to be there.
2: You're like the dude with the cup. That meme.
1: <laughs>
2: the guy that is holding the cup.
1: Uh, begging. Huh? Uh, begging for a limosna or something?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: it's messed
2: I think up. asking for the press pass.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah I want to I wanna try doing that. We'll see. <laughs> Alright, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh,
2: yeah, always a pleasure, man.
1: Yeah, it was good, uh, good stuff. Thanks to John for coming on, giving his perspective on the League's Cup. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to Luisito from the chat, and everyone else who listens to the podcast. And we'll see you guys next week after the games. We'll hopefully try to podcast and talk more about the results.
3: Have a good evening.